Welcome to Stories Behind Success. On today's episode, join us as we share why we started Stories Behind Success podcast. Join us as we share our struggles, our hearts, and our dreams, and learn how those struggles catapulted us into this new adventure. Welcome to Stories Behind Success. Have you ever wondered why some people are successful and some people don't even try? Have you ever felt like you were meant for more, but you let struggles, doubts, and fear get in the way of sharing your gifts with the world? Join us on our journey as we break free from settling from an average life and learn the secrets to living the life of our dreams and changing the world around us. We're going to take a peek behind the curtain into the lives of people who are changing their world and have chosen success. Learn with us as we ask people to share their stories of overcoming obstacles, fears, and ultimately themselves. Join your hosts, Zach and Laura, as they learn how using the superpower of being you can change your life and the world around you. Welcome to Stories Behind Success. Hey, welcome to Stories Behind Success. My name is Laura and I am your host and I'm here along with my co-host, Zach. Hi everyone, how are we doing today? All right. Well, this is actually our first ever podcast, so we're super excited to be here with you. And just to kick it all off, we wanted to just give you a little bit of a background of who we are, why we started a podcast, what you're going to be listening to, all those fun things, right? That's right. It's going to be awesome. All right. So let's just start a little bit with uh, how we met and who we are. So go ahead and tell us a little bit about you and uh, how we met. So, uh, I met Laura at a youth retreat. Um, actually it was, I probably met her before that at a, uh, a leaders meeting. Um, but we really got to know each other a little bit better at a retreat, um, playing with a bunch of kids and, uh, me being the big clown that I was, I believe we were playing flag football. Yes. And I pretty much pushed her over in the mud he didn't pretty much push me. He pushed me into the mud. And for some reason, I still liked him. Yeah, you know, it's uh, classic playground stuff. So that's kind of how we met. And then um, we started dating probably a little while after that. Not not immediately. Our Laura's friends and uh, my new friends um, kind of set us up on a quasi-date Um because they invited me over, and Laura and I were the only single people at the uh, the gathering, so it was a blatant attempt to set us up, but it worked. So, yeah. So we met uh, and we dated for a little while, not too long. We both were a little bit older and knew that uh, we wanted to get married. We got married probably about a year after we met, uh, and we have we're coming up on our eight year anniversary here. Yep, it'll be eight years. Do you have uh, something good planned? Uh, yeah, we're going on vacation, so... Oh, that's a cop-out. <laughs> that, that, is, that is not a cop-out, so nice nice dinner on vacation will be enough. Uh, okay, that's how we roll. All right, so yeah, so we met, uh, got married, and, uh, you know, a little bit of, you know, we kind of wanted the traditional American dream when we got married. We were like, get married, have kids, get a good job, 401k, 9 to 5. Own your house. Own your house. Go on vacations. Go on vacations. Yeah. So that's kind of, you know, that's kind of what you're taught to ha- you know, that's kind of what life is, right? You know, or at least that's what in our heads originally, that's kind of what we thought. And so our big focus was uh, having kids, right? 
Yeah, yeah, we uh, we definitely started on the children's let's have kids soon uh, game plan, and I think what we were yeah, about a year after we got married. Year, yeah, yeah that about sounds a about year, right, give or take. Um, and so we decided, um, well. We talked about it and talked about it, and then... And then talked about it a little bit more. Right, and then Laura then, could, couldn't then, make a decision, so I... Uh, he decided for us. So we, yeah. Because I, I took her birth control and I hit it. Um, he so did, it's true. It was pretty awesome, but yeah. So anyways, so um, we went ahead and we uh, started trying to have kids and we were got pregnant right away. Um, but we never would have guessed what was to follow. And that was over the, the following five years or so of our life. So it was a good chunk of the first year. Or sorry, the first section of our marriage, it was uh, was really difficult because we ended up losing, um, well, well, having four miscarriages and having our son born uh, very extremely premature. He was born at uh, just shy of 26 weeks. Um, and so we spent a long time in the NICU. We spent a lot of time in and out of uh, ultrasound rooms and OB offices and all sorts of things that we never quite imagined um, as part of our life, right? No. Um, and so I know a lot of people actually go to those places and, and do those things, but unfortunately we weren't uh, coming away with the end goal like everybody else was. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, they weren't pleasant experiences. I know a lot of, for a lot of people, um, pregnancy is an exciting time and kids are exciting and, and it should be, and we're not uh, downplaying that, but for some people, those experiences aren't that our, our baby shower, I wasn't pregnant. I had already had a kid. <laughs> um, and so, you know, things are not, always the same for everybody and so um that those things should be joyous for people but for some people they're not and for us they were not uh i we had very few uh happy ultrasounds we had very few um we never we never had some of the the common experiences that people do have when it comes to um, pregnancies. And I should I should mention, though, that I think that some of that is uh, more of a fallacy. People think that it's all um, roses because they forget the hard stuff. But I think a lot of pregnancies and a lot of births are not as uh, uh, incident-free as, as we like to think. <laughs> Some are, and that's great, but um, there's, there's, there's a lot there. So anyway, so when that kind of fell apart, that part of our plan, and that was a big part of our American dream and our plan, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, you know, we wanted, we wanted our two boys, and... and uh, we would have been happy with girls, too, by yeah, the way. Yeah, but, I mean, that was, if we're going off of plans, our plan was to have two boys, and, you know, when that... that I don't want to say failed, but when that was not what came to fruition, um, you know, we were put up against some uh, some decisions to make, and and they're not light decisions because, um, un, unlike uh, what you hear about most, I, I won't say most, but what the normal or whatever you want to call it, uh, infertility issues are, is people have trouble getting pregnant and unfortunately for us that was never our issue we were able to uh get pregnant um basically immediately i mean essentially when whenever we decided we were ready to try again 
we were we were pretty much pregnant within a month or two. Um, so our, ours is a conscious decision to no longer, uh, try to have kids. And so that, that, that's a, that's a difficult decision because you you are, it's not, I guess, not like a traditional, you know, can't get pregnant. So you just try and try, but that's not our issue. So, yeah. And, you know, so we tried, um, our external desire or our, our desire really was to have a family, have, um, the life that we dream. The, and I say, I call it the American dream because it's kind of the thing that people kind of just imagine their life being like, maybe not all people, but we did. Um, but underlying there, there was, we both had this desire to, to, uh, serve people, to help people, um, to have purpose in life. Uh, and that's just kind of how we, we thought to do it. And so, uh, uh, really the turning point in our life really was, um, our last loss, which was, uh, well, a year and a half ago, Yep, a year and a half, half ago. ago. So it was February of 2018. Correct. Uh, and dur- at that month, during that month, um, we were actually 30 weeks pregnant with a baby boy, and everything looked on the outside as though our our dreams and our future was created and our battle was, was over. Um, and little did we know that that was actually just the beginning. It wasn't the end like we thought, but it was actually the beginning. And um, in February, we, uh, we lost our son, Griffin. Uh, he was born, stillborn, and it was a very sudden thing. We were in the doctor's office on Friday, and everything was A-OK, and we were in the hospital on Monday delivering our stillborn son and so it was a very uh challenging pivotal time in our life um and it was it was the end of one dream and the beginning of a new one even though we didn't know that at the time yeah no i mean like laura said it it's it's very difficult to go through that and and our and our hearts you know just bleed for anybody that that is going through that or has experienced that it's not easy um so many questions about and doubts and doubts yeah. about you know yourself and faith and and everything just life in general yeah. is, is just you know very difficult and you you see things through a very um very different filter than than other people mm-hmm. um and so it's hard because you know you go to work and people just have kids and you know they talk about it like it's no big deal um and and you don't necessarily share the struggles that you're going through um mostly because or at least for me I didn't want to hear the pity party because that's not what you know me telling somebody was about but um you know I I think for us there was um and I think we talked about it we really said you know we're not going to do anything we're not going to make decisions for six months the, and really... cor- the correct thing was i chomping at the bit because i like to uh push through things uh was trying to make a plan because that's what i do in pain as i try to make a plan and my husband in his infinite wisdom said um no we are not going to make any plans for six months we're going to heal and i didn't like that at the time but i knew in my heart that it was the right decision so it was actually you saying that, not me. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was us because we still came to an agreement to that. I may have been the one to bring it up, but it was still an agreement between the Thanks two of us. Thanks for that, by the way. Um, so, 
so we did that, you know, we, we reflected and, you know, we grieved and we went through our time together. Um, and, and it was about six months. It was probably almost exactly six months. And I will say this is you can't put a time frame on that for us. Um, we had done some, some processing prior just because we had gone through this so many times before. Um, for some people, it will be longer, some people less. But for us, um, that was the time frame that it took for us to be able to kind of rise up from the ashes and start um, dreaming again and start asking the question, what should our life look like? And that was a big moment for us is when we could start asking the questions as like, okay, we had this dream, we were on this path, but this path has been shut down. What's next? What What is our new dream? And when, when you can start dreaming again after whatever kind of difficulty you've gone through, and everybody, everybody goes through difficulties. It just looks different. Um, this was our hardship. This was our journey. But it doesn't mean that it was any harder or any less hard than other people's. Everybody has their own stuff. And so the moment you can kind of heal through enough of that pain to get to the point that you can ask what does my next step look like? What does my next journey look like? And you can dream again. Um, that's a very um, important time. And it's a very, uh, it's good. It's scary, but it's good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, after about after about six months, and I, I would say it was pretty darn close to exactly six months, you know, Laura started uh, started getting into some, self-help books i guess uh more or less or some self it was finally time for my plan yeah (laughs) she was finally able to plan plan. again so um you know we really she kind of got into you know mindset things and you know we started looking at um you know our views on money um our views on just business our views on on, work what that means yeah our goals and you know we really took it seriously to start um start changing our perspective on some of those things mm-hmm. um, and actually we started for the first time for me anyways for the first time i started investing in myself um and that's something that was very new and different for me i spent all my energy on um investing in um other people in our family and you know I had done a lot of improve self-improvement but particularly with nutrition I actually have a background as a nutritional therapy consultant that I got during all of this and the reason I got all that was for the goal it was for our unborn child it was for to help make sure that our family was complete I did it for my husband for future kids I didn't I did it for me but indirectly for me and so for the first time ever I started to invest in me and uh, the first thing that I did actually uh, may sound kind of weird but I actually joined a joined a gym and I joined it for me because I wanted to feel good about myself and it actually wasn't like the why or anything it was like a legit gym with trainers and um, you know it cost a hundred bucks a month and I was like I can't do this and my husband's like you have to do this um, and because it was the first time that we decided to invest in ourselves to see what what then could come out of that. Yeah, and and I, it's an important thing to, you know, kind of switch your your mindset on um what you're doing with your money, you know. Um we you know regularly spend money on uh going out to eat, 
which was fewer than most people, but still that you know, we went out to eat, we spent money on our son and entertainment and entertainment in general. Um and that that was our main, you know, any surplus went to to those kinds of things. Um and we really started to switch that and we we started spending money on books. Um, we started spending money on audiobooks, courses, courses, um, you know, things like that. And it really, you know, we started to focus on improving ourselves, improving our mindset, and and trying to change our path. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. Basically, we we learned a lot about ourselves, and we were in this consumption mode. I would say for about probably about another six months, to be honest with you, um, where we we were consuming information and uh, self uh, like self development stuff, business stuff. We were just consuming, consuming, consuming. It was a very important time period for us because um, it did allow us to grow and think and dream and plan in ways that we couldn't before. And we kind of started on this new road, um, and this road was, uh, hey, you know what, maybe we don't want to have the quote-unquote American life. Maybe we want to do something a little different. And that's when we kind of decided that we wanted to try to create passive income and we wanted to figure out how to make money but also to have a time to enjoy with our son that we were blessed with and how to enjoy the time that we do have together. I mean, we learned life was short. We learned that plans don't always work out and we decided, hey, you know what? What what do we really value? We got to step back and ask, what do we value? And and it kind of came down to we value time with people we love and we value serving other people. And so we kind of got to this point in December or so that we're like, all right, we're going to create like a goals and visions for our life. And that's what all those goals were based around. It was being able to enjoy time with each other and our son and our family and the friends and the people we love and it involved leaving a legacy I guess making a mark on the world serving other people and helping other people um in in making money doing it which so many people try to isolate those two things and you can do them both simultaneously and we kind of came to that conclusion as as well so um made some goals uh and since then the, i mean there has definitely definitely been days and months that is hard i mean zach is still working his his 9 to 5 job um yeah. yeah um so obviously you know everybody wants to you know flip the switch and say here we go i'm doing it and it just happens overnight, but that that's not the reality of uh, I'm going to say most situations. I'm not saying it's not possible, but most situations take time, um, and it's mostly time for you to learn new skills and learn uh, how to change your life and how that looks. Because right now, you know, I I can't just jump out of the nine to five and and swing everything into some other... If you were single, you could, but it wouldn't be smart with a family. (laughs) Some other career. I mean, I could do it, but what kind of strain does that put on your family? Um, What? How does that change your lifestyle, you know, for the current? And maybe it improves, you know, quickly, but I guess for me and and for us, we can can put in the extra time and, and get there maybe a little bit slower, but the the 
the day-to-day is more comfortable because of how we're doing it. Well, and <clears throat> that time frame allows us to continue to learn and to grow as people in our marriage, in our family as well. And so even though sometimes it feels like you're not moving, you're moving. It's just you're, you're growing in different ways than you necessarily think or want to be growing. And so uh, a lot of it is internal work. A lot of it is, is things like that. And so, again, it everybody's time frame is different. Some people are going to jump into it and some people are going to ease into it. Um, but the point is that that you have to be active in pursuing the things and the goals and the things that you want. And part of that is is changing your beliefs and changing yourself. Um, and, and knowing the first thing is being aware of what you even want. And that was a big thing for us is the awareness of, hey, we can do anything we want with our life. What do we want to do? And stop just listening to what people say you should do and start asking the question, what do we want? Because so many people today don't ask that question. And so awareness for us was a big thing. So, you know, so come come down to today. We have um, Zach, like I said, is still working his, his nine to five at the moment. Um, but we have had so many awesome changes in our life. We're on the verge of being debt free, which is an awesome feeling. Yeah, um, that, that's that's an incredible feeling. Yeah. And and I can't attribute that to anything else, anything besides, you know, visualizing and, and marking that down as a goal and and working towards that and focusing on that every day um, and I will say um, one of the things that we committed to doing early in in the year was uh, we we get up early and we meditate every day and we focus on goals that we want um, and and I you know it's a very for me it's a very difficult thing to do but I can't tell you how much it's changed our life it's changed our relationship and just and I, it's a good thing. And so. I want to mention, too, that everybody, uh, some people may have different perceptions on meditation. And really what it, what it is, what it comes down to, uh, regardless of what your, your beliefs are, your religious beliefs are, meditation is simply uh, slowing your brain pattern down enough to focus on something beyond your like your past and and your present and it's focusing on on your future it's focusing on um things that you can't figure out on your own and allowing um your higher power which for us is god to come and um help work that out for you it's it's kind of like praying in a weird way (laughs) yeah it's uh it's a little it's a little bit different um but it's it's as similar as you you want it to be Mm -hmm. and so anyways so that's kind of been one of the big things for us but the other thing is we have some uh, side stuff going on you know zach has learned so much about uh online marketing and building funnels as have i but he just he loves that and so that's something that he's he's doing on the side and then um and anything oh sorry you also are really interested and learned a lot about real estate as well learned about a real estate um and then just some building other, businesses. Yeah, building yeah. businesses and just some other um, opportunities that I have uh, coming down the pipeline. So mm-hmm. it's uh, it's definitely an exciting time for us, and mm-hmm. and we we really feel like we're on the on the edge of a uh, drastic change. I yeah. guess is the best way to describe it. So not sure when that when that's going to happen exactly, but mm-hmm. it, it really feels like it's getting close here. And then for me, um, like I said, I have a background in nutritional therapy, but I really uh, want to help 
people with with coaching with uh, mindset work uh, all that stuff is stuff that I've really loved I have a background in in um and not only in, in social work case management, but also in, in ministry and then also in, um, in nutritional therapy. And you put that all together and it really, um, I just love to help people find their potential. And so that's kind of what brings us to today. Why in the world are we starting Stories Behind Success? Why are you listening to us right now? And I'll tell you what it was, is we were learning all this business stuff, we were learning all these things, and Zach knows my heart and he knows my passion, and he knows how much I talk, really, that's really what it was. She talks a lot. (laughs) He goes, you need to start a podcast, and I said, no. And so he said again, you need to start a podcast, and again, I said no. And he said it again, and after the third time, I'm sitting there thinking, and I finally go to him, and I go, Zach, you know what I need to do? I need to start a podcast. And he's like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, pr- pretty much. Um, but it's, it's something that God has really stirred in my heart to do. And so we, the whole point of Stories Behind Success is, is two things. One is we all have struggles. And a lot of our struggles are internal and things people don't know about, don't see, don't hear about. We all have issues with self-doubt. We all have issues with um, worthiness, with uh, fears of rejection, of abandonment. We all have these internal struggles as well as external struggles, some of which nobody knows about. And those things are the things that can really prepare us and create paths for success for us. And in this podcast, you won't hear us talk about what success means in in specific terms because success looks different for everybody but what you will hear us talk about is how the hardships can be used to bring us through to success and so and how those internal struggles uh can can be used and a quote you'll hear us um use often is uh one of zach's favorites you want to share that with us uh yeah so the the obstacle is the way, um, and, and that's a big uh, big thing that I've heard recently, and, you know, I've kind of always lived by that, but I, I can't express how, much, how important that is to, to, to look at what's holding you back and to look at your struggles and to realize that it's actually a good thing, and it's actually you can – you can flip that and and turn it into your superpower, you know. So, you know, people that struggle with um, addictions or 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 whatever, you're able to flip that over, and you're able to reach and help so many people because of your experiences. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody that never struggled with something cannot it has a hard time speaking into someone's life that that is struggling with that thing. So. Yeah. So we want to encourage you. Uh, You may be uh, in the middle of a struggle, at the end of the struggle. It doesn't matter. What we want to encourage you is to lean into the difficult things in your life, both the internal and the external difficult things in your life, and use those things uh, to grow you and then to serve other people around you. And so what we're going to do is we're going to be interviewing people who um, a lot of people would look at as successful. A lot of these people are entrepreneurs uh, just because that is in their nature uh and a lot of people see business as success but not always there'll be other things as well where we're looking at successful people and then we're going to look at the story behind that and how they the struggles that they had to lean into the things they had to overcome um in order to get there and and we want to encourage you in two ways one is you're not alone 
A lot of people have this idea that you're the only one who struggles with whatever it may be. You're the only one that struggles with feelings of unworthiness, of doubt, of fears, and you're not. And there's a lot of successful people who have dealt with those exact same things. So we want to encourage you with that. And then we also want to encourage you and help you to learn through those people how they, um, as Zach said, turned around their difficulties and their struggles and use them as as superpowers. And, And that's the thing. We want you all to realize all of us. All of us have these hidden superpowers within us that make us who we are, and we were created to do only what we could do because of those things. So I want you to be encouraged, and I want you to learn with us. And you know what? That's why we're here, too. Secretly, we're doing it so we can learn and be encouraged as well. And then also follow along with our story because we are so excited to uh, keep growing, and we will be sharing periodically through there our growth stuff as well and some other cool things we'll be sharing and some other avenues as well as podcasting, um, hopefully to help encourage you as well. So uh, anything else to add before we wrap this up? Uh, One last thing. If you are interested in being interviewed on the podcast, please send Laura a private message on Facebook. And I don't want you to type a message. I want you to do a two- to three-minute video of why you would like to be interviewed and kind of give us a quick, brief story um, on on Facebook, and make sure you attach your email to that as well. The other thing, we are setting up a website for the podcast. So if you go to www.storiesbehindsuccess.com, there should be a link on there of how to contact us to uh, submit a video as well. So encourage you or other people you know that might be awesome to share their story with with other people. Uh, To do that, check out our website anyways and subscribe. And thank you so much for listening. And as we move forward, we'll be getting into stories from other people, but we wanted to give you a little bit of background on ourselves so we hope you have a fantastic day thanks for joining us for today's episode i want to encourage you to visit storiesbehindsuccess.com there you can learn about the resources that we might have mentioned in today's show subscribe to the podcast and join our email list in order to stay up to date on upcoming shows thanks for joining us